Blog Talk Radio. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Ann Ortley's Weekly Weather. My name is Ann Ortley. I'm an astrologer here in New York City, and I'm sitting here at the bright red desk, and it's a beautiful Sunday. The uh, moon has gone into Virgo, so it's precise and focused and following up on things. Uh, we had a wild week last week um, in the world, and we got another one this week. As I mentioned, all those planets are going forward full steam ahead. So they are really pushing us, pushing us, pushing us, pushing us. I did a thing this week for Astrology Hub because there's a full moon tonight in Leo, right? And right before I started, the woman who runs uh, runs Astrology Hub said to me, Ann, I have a question for you. Does it feel like if we do something... Uh, that we're not supposed to be doing? Are we supposed to have learned the lesson that like, it's like really fast, the return, like, no, don't do that? She said it much more eloquently than I just did. And I'm like, yeah, actually, that's so true. So we're getting very quick karmic feedback on things, meaning like if we know we're supposed to be doing something different, the charts are like zoom, you know, back into your face and go, really, is that what you want to do? Is that what you want to do? And you're kind of like, it is, it is, it's what I wanted to do. And so a lot of energy around that, you know, kind of speedy stuff. Remember, Mars is in Sagittarius, the sign of fire. He goes into Capricorn this week, but in the sign of fire, he's answering to Jupiter and Cap. And so fire, of course, flares. And Jupiter and Capricorn says, remember what we talked about. You know, in that deep Capricorn voice, remember what we talked about. And you kind of go, yeah, I, 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 I did. You know, I, I thought I could maybe... And Capricorn goes, no, you can't. So our job with this energy is to know that it's, we're in a really fast feedback loop. We're going to do stuff. We're going to get it fed back to us quickly. And our job is to go, yep, got a, got a fast feedback on that one. And probably shouldn't do that anymore or maybe need to adjust how I'm doing it or adjust what I'm thinking about doing with it, you know, because that energy is so passionate and so intense. And, of course, you know, I, I, I hesitate to say this because people go, oh, but it's going to get even more intense <laughs> for a couple of reasons. So what we're going to have is Mars going into Capricorn, right, next week on Sunday. And as he goes, first he finishes these anoretic degrees of Sag. So he's very wild when he's in Sag because, you know, Mars and Sag, you know, they're the party party Mars. And then he goes into Capricorn. He sobers up, solids down, settles down, focuses. But also what he's doing is he's coming to the end of a two-year cycle. And, you know, we talk about cycles, you know, and I've been talking about these great cycles that we're going to have, you know, the 36 years, the 90 years, the 36 years, the 20 years, the 29 years. So as Mars comes scooting into Capricorn, he's coming in for a landing on the note of fate in Capricorn on the Jupiter, on the Pluto, and then on the Saturn. And that's all going to happen in in March. But before he gets there, he has to get to the 20s, right, to catch up with them. He is going to, at the same time that he's entering Capricorn, wrapping up the last two years. So if you think about the last two years, what you've been working on, not so much with Jupiter, but certainly with Saturn and Pluto, he's going to say, okay, that's done. And now we're starting a new chapter, ready, set, go. When he meets them, he says, ready, set, go. But in the wrap-up, he says, so what haven't you finished? What haven't you done? you got to get it out the door now before I get to them on March 20th, right? So there's an urgency 
to finish up things and release stuff. And of course, the full moon this week is in Leo. So it's a creative moon, takes us back to August 11th of 2018, takes us back to May 11th of 2019. And now we're at the full moon, which is releasing and letting go and saying, send it out, send it out, send it out in the world, right? So there's a lot of energy shifting that's taking place. And as Mars goes into Capricorn next week, he finishes up the Sag with a rally and a roosh and a yesh, yesh, yesh. And then he goes into Capricorn and he gets like serious. But he also is like, we need to get this out the door. We've been talking about this. We've been thinking about this. We haven't done it. We need to launch it. We need to get it out there. Let's go, go, go. And at the same time he does that, Mercury stations to go retrograde in Pisces on the same day that Mars goes into Cap. So, you know, we're in Mercury's shadow now. We've been in there for about a week already. And Mercury's going to station next week on Sunday. And he's going to go retrograde until March 10th. So Mercury, of course, in Pisces is what are the old dreams that you haven't finished up or that you were working on that you're not quite done with or that you didn't, you kind of dropped? We need a clear, a clear vision on those dreams. And we either need to get them out the door or we need to say, you know, that dream is over, uh, I'm going to let it go. Or we need to kind of launch the energy in a new way, uh, you know, kind of a cleanup energy. Because Mercury retrograde in Pisces, of course, Pisces is the sign of the dream and our hopes and our wishes. And in the in the growing season, of course, Pisces is there's no work to be done on the farm. We kind of sit around and dream and think about things and write poetry and feel all romantic and you know, we you know we kind of do the dreamy thing, getting ready for the new growing season, right? So with Mercury retrograde as Mars enters Capricorn, finishing up this two-year cycle that he takes around the chart, he's going to really push us to get a bunch of stuff finished and out the door or connect with old people because remember whenever Mercury's retrograde, the ghosts show up and they go, hello, I'm your ghost. I'm here to talk to you about your past, about your wishes, about your hopes and dreams. And, of course, the new moon that we're going to have in two weeks is in Pisces, right, in the middle of the Mercury retrograde. So it's going to kind of speak to us of the new dream energy, but it's also going to speak to us about what we haven't done yet that we've been talking about, that we've been thinking about, that we've been focusing on, but we haven't actually got out out there. So it's a really important week because... You know, we do know the planets are going forward full steam ahead. That's why it feels so fast. I'm like, how can it possibly be Valentine's Day this week? Um, but it is. And we have choices to make, places to go, people to see, things to do. And, you know, it's a little relentless. And I know you might be feeling a little tired. Um, and so, you know, I definitely encourage a couple of days off. If you're going to take them, do it Monday and Tuesday because that's the hard days this week. That's when the moon's a little cranky, crabby in Virgo with a hard aspect going, no, 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 you can't make me. Uh, so Mercury, you know, moon is crabby uh, in Virgo Monday, Tuesday. But then the back end of the week is a little more co cooperative and collaborative. But then we have Mars entering Cap, and we also have uh, Mercury stationing to go retrograde. So, you know, and Venus on Friday went into Aries, right? Uh, and, of course, Aries means we take fiery action to do things. We react fire, fire. We react with fire, whereas, you know, we've been as, Venus has been in Pisces for a month, and so she's all about peace and love, 
and connection, and she goes into Aries, and people get feisty and fiery and rah, 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 rah. So I know in my case, you know, I've been on Facebook, and, you know, those of you who know me, I, I try and keep my politics out of the radio show, but I've been posting them on my Facebook page. <laughs> and I had somebody say, you know, I really love you as an astrologer, but I just can't take these politics. And I said, you know, this is my personal page. Go to my astrology page because I have two pages. I have an astrologer page and I have an Anne's personal page and you're on my personal page. So, you know, and get my Twitter feeds because those aren't political. Those are just astrological. But, you know, it's kind of we're all figuring out where we want to draw the line or what line we want to draw or what do we need to do. And it's a really important time for us to kind of think about ourselves and and venus and aries is a selfish placement you know and i said you know probably not going to stop posting political stuff until we finish with the pluto return for the country which is like another three years (laughs) you know because she said well maybe i'll come back after the election's over i'm like no not going to be after the election we're not we're not done with this we got this for another three years till 2022 March of 2022. So, uh, you know, just kind of watch these stories. You're going to find you're feeling a little bit. But I wanted to be helpful. I said, go check my Twitter feeds. Go read my Facebook astrology page. You know, not, you know, get off my personal page because I'm going to post politics here. So it's all for each of us to kind of think of what our vision is, our passion, why we have it, what we have it for, and what it's about for us. And so... You want to kind of watch where you're feeling a little bit like, no, I'm going to do it my way. I want to do it my way. And that's okay. That's what Venus and Aries does. She's come across the horizon. She did it on Friday. And she, she said, I'm going to take action on things I want to do. And when Venus is in Aries, we know that she's pretty darn feisty. And, uh, you know, and she goes, you can't make me can't make me i'm going to do it my way and you can't tell me what to do so we have to honor that that's the energy in the sky right now with everybody and we may not agree with what people are mad about but they're going to run a little mad (laughs) while venus is in aries Um, and remember she's in aries right now she's answering to that fiery um, Mars and Sag, right? So she's very fiery. And then when she goes into, when Mars goes into Capricorn, she gets a little more uh, controlled, but then we have Mercury and Pisces. So everybody's not going to be hearing anything clearly. Mercury's in water sign is kind of like fog, 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 fog. So this is one of those times when people will say things to you and you'll go, what did you say? And you really do want to clarify And when you hear it, you want to, like, step in and say to them, did you mean this? Or what did you mean by that? And, again, I saw it in Facebook this week, you know, the the lovely arbitrator of the community. And somebody made a comment, and somebody yelled at them, and they said, no, no, that was a joking reference to. You know, like, I, I was joking, you know, but the person took it personally. So with Mercury in Pisces and Venus in Aries, Everybody's going to be taking everything personally, so you want to circle back and check and say, you know, I understand you're taking this a little personally, and that's okay. You can do that. Uh, I'm taking it personally. You're taking it personally. The world is very personal, and that's the energy of the week. And uh, and then when Mars goes into Capricorn, we get very directed, very focused. But again, we're in wrap-up mode, so Mars does not have any time to dawdle. 
he's like on it. And it's an important time as he goes flying into his conjunctions with Jupiter first, then with Pluto, then with Saturn at the end of March. So between now and March 10th with the Mercury retrograde, clean up, get it out the door, organize, get the vision, get it moving, finish, finalize those dreams. Because once he hits those boys, we're ready for a big old new beginning. And that's March. So just kind of know, fiery feisty, fiery feisty. (laughs) And, uh, you know, it's the heavens. So you want to work with the energy productively uh, because really that's, you know, all we can do down here on planet Earth. We can't. We can't really change anything except our own stuff. You know, and please, all these people have been going, I want them to change. And I'm like, not happening. Everybody's running kind of the, for lack of a better word, the selfish gene right now. And not in a mean way, but people are just not interested. We had Eris Square Pluto last week, which exact, uh, when Kobe's plane went down. We have four more squares of Eris square Pluto. And Eris is the goddess of discord, squaring Pluto, the land of power. And so four out of five, we, we've got, we've got, we've had one out of five. We've got four to go. And the energy of contention is part of this deal because we're looking, you know, Eris is an Aries asking us to change, asking us to partner in a new way. She's, there's a grand trine and fire in the sky especially on this full moon. So she's asking us to partner in a new way, but our partnership planet is stopped and turning retrograde and saying, is that what I really want to partner with? And then our sun is the other apex of the kite to the planets in fire, and that's inviting us to have a vision of the collective or the community or our understanding of the role and the contribution that we're supposed to make to the world. And we all have Jupiter somewhere in our chart. Jupiter describes the contribution that you're here to make to the collective. Saturn describes your work. Jupiter describes your relationship to the collective. So it's really important for all of us to kind of go, okay, you know, what's my relationship to the collective? How am I going to partner with my creativity and my passion? A lot of passion in the heavens right now. And what am I going to do in that that creative passion and passionate time, right? And, you know, it, it, it is it is interesting times. You know, we have to kind of think of it that we're sitting on the edge of history, watching the changes take place. And, you know, get out your popcorn, a cup of tea, well, maybe a beer, uh, and kind of watch and go, yeah, you know, what is my contribution in the world? Because we're all going to be really feeling like we have to step forward and move forward. And, of course, remember with the Capricorn planets, if you're feeling depressed, what that means is you're looking back and you want to stop looking back. (laughs) You want to say, and if you look forward, you might be getting anxious because, you know, forward is a little scary. So you want to live in the moment. You want to live in the now. You want to go get Ram Dass's book, Be Here Now, live in the moment, embrace the moment, and maybe add a little grace to it. Add a little grace. I was at this weekend, this week I was out in Sedona with some astrologers planning for the OPA conference in Zion in Utah, which is going to be really good. So if you have a little extra pennies in your pot, um, that's my, my April event, <laughs> Zion, Utah, OPA, OPA, Organization of Professional Astrologers. And, of course, next March, this March, on the 13th, uh, we're, Heather Rowan Robbins, Mark Woltz, and I are teaching a workshop 
here in New York, you know, about your relationship to your chart and your chart's relationship to the world. So that's on my website too. But we were at Zion, and, and one of the things we do is this planning process. And part of it includes getting a reading. So I got a reading from this really brilliant astrologer named Laura Nabaldi, and who lives out in Seattle, and you know, admires Laura's work for years. And um, and so she read my chart. And of course, you know, I got a lot of lack going on in my life, so I started sobbing away in the middle of it. And uh, and we get to the end, and she goes, you know, Anne, it's it's about the grace. It's all about the grace. And I'm like, grace. You know, I always forget that word. Um, so I was like, it's about the grace. It's about focusing on grace. And I think that is something we can all add to our pile of things to do. Of course, I'm having Neptune on my son, so I need a lot of grace right now. <laughs> Otherwise, it's going to be a lot of tears. But it also is like, what's the grace in your life? Where's that space? You know, and I remember back when I was first learning to be an astrologer. I wasn't even an astrologer yet. I was in the transition process of, um, I had an astrology reading, and then I'd gone on this retreat, and one of the things we were talking about was grace. And, uh, you know, I was having a little freak-out moment, because you know, I'm a Virgo, we get a little neurotic about things. And this woman had run a workshop that I'd attended, and I went up to her, and I went, blah, 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 blah. and she went, Ann, the Catholics call it grace. And I went, oh, oh, right, Grace. So I want you to play in grace this week. I want you to kind of think in the crazy, wild world we're going to have this week. I want you to focus on the moments of grace. And if you don't remember what grace is, look it up on the Internet. Uh, gracefully, graciously, grace. And, of course, Frankie and Gracie on Netflix, which is mildly hysterical these days because Grace has bad knees and she's trying to figure out how to get up off of furniture. And, and I have to say I do that a lot myself. How am I getting off of this low coach, low couch? So let's focus on grace in the midst of the chaos and in the midst of the crazy and, you know, encourage the people that we meet to focus on grace and to take that moment. You know, and I remember as a kid, we would always say grace before meals. You know, you'd say, you'd ask for a little blessing uh, on your food, on the graciousness of earth providing for us. So I'm going to say let's focus on grace, recognizing the world might not be the most gracious place right now, <laughs> but these are the times we live in. So we must find in our moments, in our respite times, a little bit of uh, grace. So forward to the moons. All right, so this week we have right now the moon went into Virgo uh, at 639. These are all East Coast times. And it's going to be in Virgo on Monday, and it's going to be in Virgo on Tuesday, and it goes void at 1.26 p.m. Tuesday afternoon with a square to Mars. A so moon in Virgo squares Mars and Sag. It's a little bit of an overdoing energy. It's also a big breakup energy. So moon square Mars, moon in Virgo square Mars and Sag, it's breaking up and moving on and doing something else. Uh, moon goes into Libra at 6.37 p.m. Tuesday night. It's in Libra 6.30 it's in Labor Tuesday night, Wednesday night, Thursday. It goes void at 4.40 p.m. with a sextile to Mars. And that sextile to Mars is, of course, a positive one. So moon in Libra, sextiling Mars in fire. Uh, you know, connection, relationships, stuff like that. Moon is void from 4.40 p.m. to 7.37 p.m. When it goes into Scorpio on the 13th. 
Again, East Coast times, and it's in Scorpio Thursday night, Friday night, all day Saturday until 5.20 p.m. when it goes void with a sextile to Saturn. So Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, all good days for getting stuff done. The evenings are void, um, so we just know, and, and the moon is void Tuesday afternoon from 126 to 337, and from 440 to 737 on the 13th, Thursday, and from 520 to 11.07 p.m. on Saturday night. 11.07 p.m. on Saturday night, moon goes into Sagittarius. And it's in Sagittarius uh, Sunday and Monday and goes there till Tuesday at 4.03 a.m. And the moon in Sag ends with a nice sextile to the sun in um Moon's Edge ends with a nice sextile to the sun on, in Aquarius at 4.03 in the morning on Tuesday morning. So good aspects. Now, we, we, we had Venus go into Aries on Friday um, at 3 in the afternoon. So Moon and Pisces, Venus and Pisces, her last little agape love thing was Friday morning. Now Venus is very feisty. And this week we have Mars going into Capricorn on Sunday, the 16th at 6.30 in the morning, 6.34. And later that day, Venus is stationing at 7.54 p.m. in Pisces. And, of course, when Venus stations and goes retrograde, it is retrograde for uh, until March 10th. So, But we are in the retrograde approach shadow which makes this week be really important week to back up your phone, to do the electronic things, kind of cover them, watch for things that are making little weird noises because this is when they're going to give out and kind of do bad things on you, right? So the week this week, uh, the intense days, of course, um, Monday is a big breakup day, a lot of emotions, a lot of problems, moon opposite Mercury in the morning, a lot of energy around pushing us forward, um, maybe not in a way we want to go. And then, of course, the moon has trines to Saturn and Pluto in Virgo, so they're very practical energies. But then the last aspect is that is that square to Mars. So it's practical but intense, right? And then uh, Thursday is kind of a, a jam-packed day with that moon in Libra with hard-closing aspects to Saturn and Pluto, but also with a closing aspect of a sextile to Mars going, well, I might have ended that relationship, but I did it for freedom. I did it to move forward. So very big breakup week, meaning energy is wanting to leave us or we want to leave them, but we understand why we need to, right? And the prep of it is getting us ready for Mars into Cap on Sunday. And, of course, next weekend is President's Weekend on the 17th. Uh, so that is a nice Sag day, so hopefully people get off. And then Valentine's Day, of course, is the 14th. Now, the problem with Valentine's Day this week, and it's not this month, this year, it's not a huge problem, but Venus in Aries, <laughs> the not ever one of her favorite signs, squares the note of fate the day before Valentine's Day. So she squares the, the, she squares the nodes at 8.30, 8.15 in the afternoon, in the evening, on February 13th. So Venus is in the bends. Now when Venus squares the nodes, she says, time to make a decision about love, partnership, relationship, money. And she's an Aries, so she's not suffering many fools. So this doesn't look like a particularly romantic Valentine's Day, just saying, because um, people are going to be going, is this, you know, really? And, you know, I have to say Valentine's Day 
with my with my Venus has always been one of those days I go, yeah, I just as soon pass on this day, thanks. Um, but but for all of us, Venus is going to be squaring the nose of fate, saying you have to make choices about your relationships, and that's going to happen on the 13th when we're in the middle of a Libra moon, which is like breaking up moon, and when we're in the Scorpio moon, maybe being a little more controlling than we should be. So just saying, um, Mercury, or I'm sorry, the sun this week goes from 21 Aquarius to 27 Aquarius. And his highlights are a hard aspect on the 11th to the nodes of fate, which often is, you know, it kind of presents us with some choices about, you know, what we want to do around our decision-making. And it is a decision-making sun. It's in Aquarius. It's a little detached. It's able to get the big picture. It also has an aspect to Eris, the goddess of discord, on the 12th, and an aspect to Pluto. So that's going to bring up, that's Wednesday, that's going to bring up, um, you know, Eris, <laughs> the sun sextiling Eris is the angry part of us is going to be pretty clear. The the semi-sextile to Pluto kind of points out where the group might not agree with what's going on. So it's an interesting aspect, and we want to kind of watch it. The 13th, uh, sun is contraparallel Vesta, which invites us to... Um, to separate from home and hearth, to clean out some stuff and get rid of things. And then the sun is semi-square Athena on the Valentine's Day 14th, so we see things we hadn't seen before. And then the sun is contraparallel Uranus on the 17th, which kind of kicks us off into a new direction. So the sun in Aquarius is very detached. It doesn't tend to get emotional. It tends to look at these things and kind of draw conclusions that, you know, we might want to, you know, appeal, but the sun in Aquarius is usually pretty clear, no, no, or yeah, maybe. So we kind of want to watch want to watch for that sun. Uh, Venus, as I mentioned, is in Aries. She has its square to the nodes on the, on the 13th. She's running till 12 Aries, so she's going pretty fast. And um, she hits Chiron on the 10th, so there's a wounding uh, around stuff. And then she also has... Uh, a couple of quintiles to Saturn and Pluto. So she's in the position where things will work out okay. Things will be all right. It'll be all good thing. Uh, and it kind of has a clearing energy. And then Venus is also parallel Chiron, uh, which is a lot of energy around how do we work together? How do we partner together? What do we do? How do we partner and work in creativity uh, to help us heal? And then Venus has a contraparallel to Juno, which what are we not partnering with? You know, and so a lot of energy around Venus and Aries because she's pretty clear, she's pretty fast, she's pretty direct, uh, and she, <laughs> and you know, she's she's got an opinion about stuff. Mars this week, as we mentioned, he's got a little bit, um, he's getting a bit of a no from Saturn on the tenth. You know, maybe that's not a great idea, and then he enters uh, Capricorn. Um, on the 16th and kind of pushes us forward into a new direction, starting a new two-year cycle um, as he uh, comes to touch all those Capricorn planets later in the month. Also, Mars is parallel series on the 16th, which offers us an opportunity to be creative. So you want to watch for some new creative stuff. And also because we are in wrap-up mode for projects that we didn't finish or we didn't get out the door, this is a great time to really focus on those once Mars gets into cap. 
because you're going to have a lot of energy with him in Cap. You're not going to want to be in your relationship with Venus and Aries. You're going to want to be alone. And so it's a bit of a solitary month where we can get a great deal accomplished. Um, and then Neptune is contraparallel Athena on the 9th, on uh, tonight, today, and kind of pushes us into um, kind of a bigger picture. You know, uh, you know, where we're we're looking at things and we're looking at them from a different perspective. Meaning, we're being asked to understand. You know, you know, we're we're combined of the patterns in our life. We're combined of the things that that we've created and moved towards. The things that we've been passionate about. And so, when we have uh, the energy of a um, contraparallel between our brilliance and our dream. We really need to think about, well, is our, are our dreams still serving our soul? And sometimes they're not. Sometimes you're going to go, you know, that was my dream, but it's not my dream anymore. And I've had a lot of conversations with clients this last couple of weeks about, you know, what their dream is or was and now what the new one is or will be. So it's an interesting time. And I do encourage you all to be very gentle with yourself this week and to be gentle with the world. It's running a little wild, <laughs> and uh, and you know, and, uh, and just be gentle with yourself. You know, with Venus and Aries, everybody's just going to have a little bit more of a hair trigger reaction with the squared nodes. It's going to be like I need to make decisions, I need to get do this, and and you know, just take a moment. You know, breathe a little, pause a little, and if it is a relationship you're ending or a situation you're not going to go forward with, do it gracefully. You know, do it gracefully, do it kindly, do it in a way that allows you to, um, you know, that allows you to figure out what want, what you want to do next. You know, I think that's an important component of how we're going to handle this, this energy because it does need, we do need to change and we know we need to change and so changing is important, you know. At any rate, this is Ann Ortley signing off from the bright red desk. The British lady says I'm done. And now, just so you know how much excitement my life has on a Sunday night, I'm going to go change the cat litter. Take care, have a great week, and I'll see you all next week here at the bright red desk. Bye-bye. <laughs>